Welcome to URI's podcast series, a podcast proposed by the Armament Industry European Research Group. Welcome to the sixth episode of URI's new podcast series, a new format to encourage fresh strategic thinking in the field of European defense industrial policies. In this first episode of 2023, we will continue discussing the post-Ukraine defense budget increases and their impact on the European defense industry. After Netherlands, the UK, Sweden, Lithuania and Poland, we will today have a look at the case of Spain. To this end, we have the pleasure to welcome Felix Arteaga, Senior Analyst at the Ilcano Royal Institute in Madrid. Welcome to this podcast, Felix, and thank you for accepting our invitation today. Thank you very much, indeed, for your invitation. You're welcome. Um, so let me briefly introduce the topic of today. Since the beginning of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Spain has been less vocal than other countries on defense reform, while um, its material support to Ukraine has remained relatively low compared to some Eastern European countries. Since the beginning of the war, it is estimated that the Spanish contribution in military aid to Ukraine has amounted to about 60 million euros. And during the last NATO summit in June, Spain agreed to boost its defense spending from about 1% GDP um, in 2021 to about 2% by 2029. So with regards to the situation, um, Felix, could you please tell us a bit more about the impact of the Ukrainian war <laughs> on Spain's um, defense budget and how it will evolve in the next years? Thank you. The main impact is that the government has been able to break the, the traditional taboo about raising the defense budget. All the previous Spanish government have expressed their desire to reach the NATO goal of 2% around 2024, but uh, the total military expenditure never passed the 1% uh, for many reasons, political and social reluctance to the increase of military expenditure. However, both the, the invasion of Ukraine and the hosting of the NATO summit in Madrid enabled the government to, to accomplish the, the NATO's pledge of 2% by 2029. Uh, for the next year, 2023, the defense budget shows an increase of 26% from about 9.8 billion euros in 2022 to 12.3 billion euros in 2023. The 1.2 of the GDP what confirms the, the willingness of the government to back up official statement with fact, at least for the time being. Uh, the budget reflects an increase in personnel. 42% is devoted to personnel, around 5 billion euros. The operational readiness uh, requires 1 billion, more or less, twice the, 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 the increase of uh, personnel. But most of the 
extra money is going for the equipment, which is going to increase 60% over the previous year. For 2023, uh, there is a budget around 6 billion and 83% of the investment in equipment will be devoted to modernization programs, more around 5 billion euros to pay for the uh, 20 old programs approved in, 19, in 2019 and uh, the new programs for 17,000 billions approved for the coming year. So uh, this year we have uh, for, for, uh, for equipment around uh, 5 million and from 2023 for and 2026, there will be around 20 billion euros for equipment. And for the next period, for 2027 to 2029, there will be around 17 billion more. And that makes a big difference with the previous budget. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much, Felix. It was very interesting. So you told us that uh, most of the uh, uh, budget increase will go for equipment with uh, plus uh, 60% for uh, equipment budget next year. Um, could you tell us what are more precisely the major capability priorities um, that Spain has <laughs> identified? And what is the ratio between long-term planning and the rapid filling of capability gaps? Capabilities priorities are still defined according to the pre-Ukraine military planning. And there is no major strategic defense review inside to traduce the lessons learned in Ukraine into a new order of priorities. With no strategic assessment on capacities gaps behind, the extra money is uh, being invested into previous priorities. Um, more than 13 new programs have been approved in the last month. If any, uh, there is an increase of budget to replenish the depleted military stock of ammunition, spare parts, and maintenance. It's an old claim of their faucet. But for the future, the army is now looking for more and new man or unmanned vehicles with multi-weapons platforms for missiles, rocket guns, smart ammunition, greater protection for troops, camel chassis to reduce the logistic burden and lower size to permit its airborne mobility. Uh, the Army is looking for a more flexible mix of inter-arms components, gathered into battalion tactical groups with more mobility, lethality, and autonomy around 72 hours. But this is something for the future by, because the future budgets are going to be invested in uh, previously planned military Capabilities. Well, the Navy will devote additional budgets to accomplish the ongoing programs, frigates and submarines, uh, to modernize uh, ships in service, frigates, mine hunters, amphibious ships, 
on marine equipment and uh, is trying for the future to develop new capacities like the European Patrol Corvette, EBC, and uh, future uh, scores under the PESCO umbrella. And uh, of course, uh, the Navy is asking for new uh, vessels to cover maritime security factions in support of uh, civilian authorities. Um, for the Air Force, uh, the whole Air Force now, Space and Air Force in the last year, uh, the, the Space and Air Force will replace the American F-18 with the long-term evolution version of the Eurofighter. And uh, Spain will continue with the German, French, Spanish consortium uh, with the future combat aircraft system, a new generation weapon system uh, for, for the sixth generation of aircraft. Uh, the modernization for the Air Force, Space and Air Force, include uh, the new airspace command and control system, the training fleet, and the strategic mobility. And uh, of course, uh, Spain created the last year and a space agency, which is going to be led uh, by the ministries of defense and science. So that is uh, what uh, our services, the military planners are expecting for the future. But uh, I remind, I remind that for, for the present, we are going to acquire, to, to, to get, the capabilities defined before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. There is not mm -hmm. any new need on site. Okay, thank you. Um, you, you, you quoted um, a few um, very interesting examples. How much emphasis would you say is given to the development to a um, cooperative project at EU level compared to um, after-share procurement? Priority for the Ministry of Defense is to deliver military capabilities to the armed forces. First, through the Spanish Defense Technology Canal Industrial Bands, and second, through the European Cooperative Project or of the self-procurement. The, the order is relevant because governments resort to cooperative projects or of the self-procurement by default, only when neither the Spanish industrial and technological base uh, has the proper technology or the defense budget is not enough to cover uh, new expenditures. Of course, the armed forces and the services used to ask for particular of the self-procurement capabilities, but the government take into consideration political, economic, and industrial factor in the decision-making and they tend to delay on the self-procurement until there is no other option available. In this way, for instance, Spain has refused to join the German proposal for an off-the-self anti-missile seal mm -hmm. in Europe, and the government is still resisting the, the pressure of the Navy to, to, to procure the American F-35 to replace the uh, aging Harrier aircraft of the naval aviation. 
we have talked before about the Spanish contribution to the Eurofighter program and the uh, future combat aircraft system with German and France. But for instance, the budget of this year devotes 600 million for, for the Eurofighter program, 400 for the future combat aircraft system, 450 mm -hmm. million for the helicopter NH-19, 40 million for the Europe Mail, mm -hmm. and 11 million for PESCO project. So these are the priorities for cooperative uh, buy and procurement. Yeah. So, so you, you told us that um, a priority was given uh, more to national development or to um, cooperative uh, programs. Um, has Spain consulted other European countries um, before planning its new uh, military expenses? Um, or in other words, is there a kind of coordination regarding re replenishment? Uh, there are exchanges of information regarding military capabilities and defense budget. Uh, be then informal or formal with NATO or the European Union, uh, with allies and European countries. But such information is not backed by multi-annual planning system in Spain, so that investment in Spain depends on the annual budgeting, and they change according to the economic situation, with no linkage to a binding planning system. And this provokes uncertainty about the available defense budget for a year. And this is a key obstacle call to cooperative projects, both uh, within the European framework or outside it. So before you, you say that um, Spain is including its in, in its procurement policy um, a collective um, dimension, um, in case of collective procurement, what would you say are the preferred bodies um, by Spain? Is it more the EU framework? Is it um, NATO through NSPA? Uh, as I mentioned before, Spain favors national procurement and resorts to collective frameworks only by default. Most of the cooperative projects are framed into a European framework. Uh, Spanish companies are in favor of European consortia, uh, European uh, chains of supply, and uh, Spain shares partnership with French, German, and Italy uh, for Presco project. Uh, United States and United Kingdom are also preferred strategic partners for Spain. In fact, Spain supports an open concept of strategic autonomy for Europe. On the contrary, the transatlantic framework is an unknown partner for the government so far. And uh, even for, the, for most of the Spanish defense uh, and technology base, it could change in the future because Spain has joined uh, the NATO program on innovation, but uh, at least for now, the European unions are preferred about any other non-EU partner, and uh, the national priority is uh, the favorite one for investment. 
So in conclusion, I would like to um, ask you a question about the current EU initiatives to reinforce the European defense industry. And I'm thinking, of course, about um, the EDIRPA uh, tool, but also um, EDIP in the longer term. So um, what do you think about this initiative? What is the Spanish uh, position on these initiatives? And um, do you think that they should allow non-European equipment acquisitions? According to the Spanish logic, uh, the procurement of non-European equipment should be allowed if and only if there was any urgent capacity gap to fill uh, with non-national or European sources of supply against this rationale. And this is a lesson learned from the pandemic and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The defense uh, technological and industrial basis of the European Union and the member states are not able to guarantee the security of supply. And this opens the need for new ways of strategic partnership, mainly in times of geopolitical competition. And this is a major challenge for the European Union and member states. Even if the European Union is going to deliver military equipment to third countries, sometimes it's uh, the delivery of European high-tech equipment create more disadvantages than benefits in the operational and logistic fields. And that is something the European Union and member states should review. Thank you very much. Um, it's already the end of this um, podcast. So thank you very much, Felix, again for accepting our invitation and for helping us to better understand um, the case of Spain and the consequences of the Ukraine war on the Spanish defense budget and Spanish um, defense policy. Nothing. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a pleasure always. Thank you, Felix. It was a pleasure from our side as well. And thank you to our listeners and see you soon for the next episode of RSS podcast series.